Hey, Adam here. Welcome to the Business of Weddings podcast, the audio version of my YouTube series, in which I sit down with loads of different wedding pros and industry heavyweights, chatting about building a successful business and being part of the wedding industry. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss out on an episode, and I hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Wing Wednesdays with this guy, Adam Wing. I'll tell you what, I'll start it. That's shall when I? you say, I'm this guy. How are we doing? Oh, we forgot to do it. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, do it again. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Wing Wednesdays with this guy, Adam Wing. And this guy, Howard Wing. It works, man, it still works. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hello, uh, welcome back, everyone. Got another Wing Wednesday special, one off Wing Wednesday special. Been uh, a while, bro. Yeah, welcome back. Been busy. You've been smashing it on your YouTube, mate. I'm, I'm very impressed. Basically, well done. I realised I didn't need Howard anymore. Didn't need me. The YouTube Never channel was me. probably better off without him, and I didn't get interrupted as often. So uh, we stopped doing it, but we're back today. And the re- <coughs> no, I, I got asked, um, but I've had a, by a surprising number of people over the last few months that have been asking about just g- general business of nothing, not even wedding specific, just business advice. How do I get an account? Like surprisingly. These, and this is this is people that have been doing weddings for like a year, 18 months, by the way, as well. It's not like they've just started out, like they've been operating in the industry for ages and Go then on. they've gone, how do I get like an accountant and what do I need to register? So you've been getting questions about legal stuff. How to have, how to um, have a business, how to start so, a business. But recently someone said, can you please do a video talking about how to set up as a business from a legal perspective? Like if you've, say you've picked up a camera or a music equipment and you're just like right I want to be in the wedding world how do you start the business how do you do like the legal channel channels the taxes the insurances try and keep it as basic as that because I mean it's pretty day one stuff but it's important stuff because it's yeah and it amazed me the amount of people that haven't thought have been operating for ages and then gone oh do I need to be like you declaring my income there, there must be <laughs> lots of wedding suppliers and other business people who have just started and never done anything correctly or legally. And you know what? Fair enough. Because I think sometimes these big issues, if you like, hold people back from doing stuff because it all seems a bit scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to do everything legal. Get in, get... So I, I always say, look, start off doing what you want to do. Just do it and get out there and do work. Well, and have... worry about it a, bit, a little bit later on. You do on, have but... a period of like 12 months where you can be taking money before you have to register. You get a little bit of a period, I think. I don't know what it is. I think it's 12 months. Um, okay. But I just thought, I mean, I'm in, probably in the school, because I'm, I'm probably one of those kind of cautious people that I'd be in the school of, right, from day one, I want to do it by the book, from the off. Yeah, so, I can't remember what I said to you when you first started. But, but I had you, you so um, I thought it would be good to get, who better to ask about this stuff than get you back on to talk about it, because you helped me at the start. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people won't have a Howard, so it's like, what do they do? Got, so I've, the, the I love that. I've got a Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah, I do. I've got a... Someone said to me once, I, was, I wasn't, wasn't going to mention this, but uh, somebody who won't be named said, it's all right for you, like, not everyone can have an Uncle Howard. Because <laughs> I was, I think I'd give him, I was like, oh, I'll try doing this. And they're like, well, it's all right for you. You've got an Uncle Howard. Well, they can <laughs> for nine, 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 nine an hour. Uh, okay, so, so where, so where the, do you start? I want to, yeah, to do? keep it basic. Right. Um, I've got registering as a business, 
getting an accountant, mm -hmm. opening a business bank account, insurances, that kind of thing. Those are the sort of bullet points that I've jotted down. All right, down. okay. So, from my perspective, first thing you need to do, you need to make the decision, okay, I'm going to turn this now into a business. But, you know, prior to that, test the water, dip your foot in, realise, get to the point where you think, yes, I'm going to make this a business now. And that didn't take you long, but we did the same thing with no. you. It was like, right, you've got your camera, you get good at filming, let's get you on a few weddings, see if you like it. You instantly liked it, and then after not a very long period of time, you was like, now I want to make it a business. So it's what do you do from that moment? So the first thing is, dip your toe, get out in the industry, see that it is for you and you want it as a business, and then you make that decision in your head, this is what I want to do. So what do you do from there? Good point. So first things first is you need to get yourself a business bank account. Um, where because you're going to have to record your income and you're going to have to record I don't all think your you expenses. You need to be registered at that point, do you? Because anyone can open a business bank account. You just give it the name of what you want. It, you call your business. I don't yeah. think you have to provide any paperwork or anything. No, you just have to be a sole. You you are going to literally at the start. You're going to be a sole trader with just a normal business bank account or even a normal bank account that somewhere where you can just record your income and your expenses. Uh, that's what you probably need to do at the start. And as your career, the business progresses, then you want to think about going into different things if you're going to go into limited well, companies. Yeah, we've got the conversation of sole traders versus limited companies versus da 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 da, da. But <laughs> for now, you get your bank account, you have to register as a business with HMRC, the direct gov site. You just Google register <laughs> as a business and it comes up all the official yeah, or, or just do what I did, which was go to my accountant because we did have a family accountant which ran has been our accountant for ever since I can remember. He did my family's businesses. And I just went to him and I said, I'm now full-time singing. Uh, this is my business. Do what you need to do. And I left it up to him. He registered the business for me. And I just kept all the record of my income, my expenses. Well, uh, and then gave it to him. And he did all, my, all, all the tax and everything he needed to do. And I was lucky I had the accountant. So... You really need to get a good accountant. That's one of the That's things the, you need the to do. That's the biggest piece of advice because you can literally, I did this with Ernie, our, our accountant, and I, I just literally went to him and said, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Please help me. And he said, right, step one, you need to register, follow this link, do this. Then you need to do it. And he, and he just gives you the, because that's what he does. It's his job. So he gave me the list of everything you need to do. Yeah, and it's their job to help you save money as well. Yeah. So the, the you, I mean, you, you don't need an account because you can do the books and stuff yourself. And there's, there's things, things like QuickBooks and all that. But um, but and the amount of money that the accountant saves me on my tax bill is way worth his fee. And then oh. so he saves me thousands even after I've paid for his fees. So it's well worth having so, a good yeah. accountant. The takeaway is get get yourself a really good accountant or an accountant that you trust, somebody who knows you. Maybe they've worked within the family. Ask around, ask your friends, ask your family, give them a call, tell them what yeah, you're doing. Get someone on recommendation. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and it's just a big, massive weight for shoulder because you're always thinking, right, I'm earning now, I've been in the game a little while, I need to be sure that I'm legal and everything is correct and above board because it, it just takes a little worry off your, you know, off your shoulder. So, yeah, definitely do that. Get a good accountant and just register your business and keep a note of all your, your expenses and what you're earning. I think it's a good idea to have a business bank account that's separate to your, like your main account where your bills or your shopping comes out of because if all your business money is coming through one account the same as your Tesco shop and your household bills, it's very easy to just merge it all into one pot and, yeah. and think like all that money is yours to spend when really if you're running a proper business it shouldn't be. 
Uh, I, I spoke to someone a bit ago and he said, like, if you've not got, if you're running a business and your camera broke or, you know, your house burnt down tomorrow and you lost all your kit, have you got enough, if you've not got enough money in your account to just go out the next day and replace it all, then you're running a bad business. Yeah, but you also got to think about insurance, so. Yeah, yeah. You need and that's to make what sure you get insured for. But yeah. um, you should have, you should always have money in your pot, so you don't want to be like, going into your business account, taking out money for a trip to the cinema and then being like, oh, I've no money. You to know what, I'm to... sure and I do it so all the time. people but... do it. And I did it at the start. And I still do it. Yeah. But, um, you've, there's something <laughs> to think about, yeah. I just Keep it all separate. One account is going to be for this. Do as I say, not as I do. I think if I was giving advice, I'd say keep everything separate. I use Monzo now for personal banking, which is an app. I don't know if I've told you about it. And you can have one account, but with loads of different pots in it. And each okay. pot has, you can just call one pot household, one pot, one pot business, one pot leisure, one pot holidays, and just put it all separate. It's great. Ace. Monzo, it's a good app. That's a bit of advice. Um, Ask him, I didn't know. You need to tell me about this. Monzo, yeah, I'll show you later. It's, sure it's brilliant. Um, and I've lost my train of thought. Well, yeah, no, just going back to what you were saying. Yeah, you need a business account, bank account, keep everything separate. Don't be buying your groceries out of it. Just keep everything. <laughs> Just because separate. you don't want to spend all your money, and then like if you dropped your camera or you lost a bit of singing equipment, and you can't you can't afford to replace it, then you're not in business. Because imagine if you had a wedding that weekend and you've got oh not spent the money on like a holiday and can't afford to buy a camera now. And it's also you need it's to not make sure that you've got enough stuff there to cover your tax bill, which you're going to get when it's time to pay it. Yeah, uh, put that aside monthly. I do. That's one thing that Adam does, which thing. is really good. I don't do it. I keep everything in the pot and I just pay it from that. But Adam takes a section of what he earns and puts it in a separate account. Every month, like a rough estimate of 20% of what, what he I thinks his tax is going to be that month. Yeah. And, he'll, and he'll use that and it'll build up. And it's been quite good because he said, I've got this amount of money. Well, when we tax and I've actually came, got a bit more left over. So when the tax bill came, it all went out of that pot, which was set aside. So I didn't really have to think about oh, I didn't. It didn't kill me inside to lose it. And there was a bit left in the pot because it kills me it inside to lose <laughs> that tax money. But it's the law; it's what we have to do. So make sure you keep it on top of your taxes, definitely. Um, do your what? Taxes. Just out of your as a question to you then for your videographer followers, as far as the business side and tax, what do you take out percentage of each one of your bookings to put aside for your tax? What percentage do you keep aside? Twenty uh, percent. Keep 20% aside, so you'll work out, you'll think, right, I've made two grand on that wedding, I'm just going to put 20% well, aside. Well, no, because, okay, so um, the answer really is I have a bookkeeper who does all my, I just give, they, aside from the accountant, my mum, my and I know you use grandma for your books and stuff, so my mum does my bookkeeping, so all my expenses, she goes through my bank accounts, all my receipts, I give her, she works out every month how much I've earned, how much I've spent. Yeah and then which of that is expenses, and then she does like a rough 20% total of whatever's left yeah. as my tax bill. Tells me that every month and I just put it aside. So I've, luckily I've got someone that does all that for me and looks after me. So that's good. You could, you could get a that's family member guys. to do your get, for you. Get your mum or grandma <laughs> to, do your, uh, to do your accounting. Um, but if you're gonna do it yourself, you can have an accountant and pay them their fee to do the yearly sign-offs and all that sort of stuff which is what I get earning to do and then you can month to month you can keep your own books and keep a record you can use QuickBooks or something like that I um, never do it I know but I hate the tax I hate all that <laughs> some people do hence because it's not my thing I don't like doing it I employ somebody to do it i.e. my mum and she's fantastic 
uh, and she comes literally every two weeks. I tell her my gigs, she gets all the expenses, and she just gives all that to my accountant. So I'm very lucky, but that's a good bit of advice. Just get, if you don't like doing it and it, you forget to do it, because it's quite important to keep on top of it, just get somebody to do it for you, um, so it's all taken care of. Or just do it yourself. Do, have, you, have you used QuickBooks? you heard of QuickBooks? It's an yeah, app that I, I you know, just scan yeah. your receipts. Yeah. Um, before we move on to insurances, which is the only other thing I wanted to talk about, yeah. um, the difference between sole trader and limp, because I went from, I know you, you said that you should be a sole, you're most likely going to be a sole trader from the start, which is fair enough, but I, my accountant told me to go limited straight away off the bat. Oh, did he? Yeah. He didn't tell me that at the start. I should say, well, I he, he said, he just went, well, if you think you're going to need it at some point down the line anyway, just do it from the start, you might as well. But what that did mean is that, um, What's the difference between a limited and a sole well, trader, Hyde? <laughs> it just means you're not liable for certain things. A sole trader, everything comes down as you as a personal person. A limited company, it's the company. It's you not become, you. You're not, you're not li liable for things yeah. as you're you on your personal... You become an employee of the company. Yeah, so, so I take a wage out of Adam Wing Films Limited as an employee, and then if the, uh, you go bankrupt, you're not liable for it. That's basically it, or it? somebody's suing you, or they're not suing you, they're suing your limited company. So you're not personally liable for things. Uh, and for one, it also makes you look extremely, uh, extremely professional. Yeah, yeah. It's just have the nice limited. I think if you're earning, once you start earning big money, it's, I think that's when it becomes a good idea to switch. But yeah. ask your accountant about that sort of stuff, I guess. The only downside I was going to say to being limited from the start for me was because as a limited company I took a wage and officially my income income was like 200 pound a week or something as my wage as an employee of the company <clears throat> so on paper I didn't have earn enough to get a decent mortgage so I was struggling when I wanted to get a house and get a mortgage and all that sort of stuff that's because you were doing that and you were getting a dividend pay at the end of the year I imagine yeah. which doesn't show on the books that you're earning regular a decent in money regularly because so you're taking the dividend the business the was earning x amount of money I as a person was earning a percentage of that, so it didn't look great when I wanted to get a mortgage or any kind of credit score. I is guess. that right? Do you, yeah. not, do you not put in your business books? Well, this is this is what the business is. You get earning, so it goes. So up. you get the dividends and your personal wage. Yeah. Well, which this, which this year okay. when I got my mortgage this time was yeah. fine, yeah. but when I first started and I'd only I'd only took a few grand at this point, I had peanuts. Yeah, on paper. Yeah. So I couldn't. That was three years ago, and I couldn't get my first mortgage. But now you're three years in, and you've had no said, issues. The the mortgage advisor was like, "No, you've not got enough. You're going to need to go back and get another year's books under yourself before you can get a decent mortgage." So I did that, and now yeah, squared away. Cool. Um, um, so yeah. The, oh, guess, you've got your new house coming up very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Are you well, going to rope me in to do some work? Yeah, I'm going to build a studio and do like a. Well, like this. A studio tour video at some point. That's months off. Anyway, um, so the last thing to talk about is insurance. Um, insurance, yeah. Kind of comes under this bracket. Um, Straightforward stuff for me. Not sure as, about a, as a business, you need to have... Well, is it legal? Do you have to do it? You have to have public liability insurance. Yeah, so... Well, some venues won't actually allow you through the door to do your service if you've not got public liability insurance. Um, so it's something that you're gonna, you will need to have. I think videographers and photographers probably don't get asked for it as much as what I do. Um, well, I suppose having worked with you, you, you go in with your speakers and you're putting tape, you know, your wires across the floor and tape down and stuff. That yeah, so looks for me, a bit more 
health and safety hazard than yeah, I do. Yeah, without a doubt. So for me, I have to have public liability insurance and all of my electrical equipment pack tested. Do you need to have that or not? Pack tested. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, ele it's an electrical safety test on all of the, everything that you have that plugs into the wall. No, because um, I don't plug anything into a wall. What about you when you're charging at a venue? Does that not come under? Well, I, I generally wouldn't because I'm all charged up. But if yeah. I needed to, okay, I fair enough. Just plug in. Is, I'm not yeah. worried about that before. Paramount for me. So no. obviously, I need to have that. Cause, and a lot of venues, when I take in a booking, they'll contact me straight away and say, "Hi, can you please forward me your pack testing and your public liability insurance?" I have been occasionally get asked from the couple. It's not so much the venue that asks, it's the couple will say the venue have asked us to ask you for this. The, the, so yeah, occasionally yeah, yeah. they ask for public liability and um, the insurance company that I use, you get you get your big documents full of T's and C's and you get a certificate and I just literally forward them the certificate saying that I am covered up to X amount, 10 grand or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, public yeah. liability and I send them that and then that then the venue's happy. But I don't ask, get asked that often because most of the venues I've been to before that know me and stuff, it's only... Really the thing is, is though, you've got to have it. I think you should always have it anyway, and why not? It's not that expensive. No, no, uh, it's worth and having. It's, so from your point of view, you have a tripod up there, and you're filming a scene, and grandma comes over and trips over your tripod, That's and breaks her neck it, or yeah. something, yeah. then, yeah, then you're covered. God forbid, uh, you're going to be covered, you've got some sort of insurance to cover that. So <laughs> I actually dropped a camera on a granny's head once. Well, there you go. So it's, it's, it's the, <laughs> did you? Banged her on the head. <laughs> the chicks blew. And no, I just knocked I just knocked it. I dropped it and it knocked on. She was sat down and it was just kind of swinging by my side and it hit her on the side of the head. Oh, Not no. hard. But like a little thing. <laughs> yeah. And I ooh. turned around and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She just kind of went, ooh, ooh. And then she was fine after a couple of minutes. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Felt awful. She was like, "No, no, don't worry, it's fine." Oh my god! So I was at a wedding. Well, she, could have, she could have just turned around and kicked off within yeah. right. So uh, I was at a wedding. I'm not going to say where or who it was. But there was a videographer there who had a drone, and I remember you saying, yeah. he lost control of it, and he could come down to where all the guests were, and one of the blades could have cut a little girl's leg. <sighs> right. Well, so this is a separate this, issue. So that you get public liability. I. From a videography point of view, or for a photographer, I've got equipment insurance for all my cameras, because if anything happens to my cameras, I'm covered up to, I think I've got like 10 grand's cover on all my cameras, but that doesn't include drone work, and it says on my certificate, my public liability one, um, video, professional videographer covered, excluding underwater filming yeah. and aerial. So the if you've got a drone, you need se completely separate insurance and cover for that because that comes under a different bracket. Yes. And if you took a drone and cut, uh, cut oh someone Oh man, over. and I tell you what, the parents, it, it kicked off big style. So, it, you know, certainly in that situation, you've, you're gonna wanna know you are covered because if, you, if it's somebody's child, if you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking I'm, about. I've used, go crazy. There's a company called Insure Four Drones, Insure Number Four Drones that I've used in the past. That they seem alright. There you go. If you've got a drone, uh, for a singer's <laughs> point of view, and my point of view, I use Equity, which is like a, a big union, and it doesn't cost me a lot per year to be in it, and that covers me public um, public liability insurance up to ten million, I think it is. Oh. And so I it's pay all, all under one thing. It's all under one thing, and if you're an, a musician or an actor or in the theatre or anything like that, you can apply to become a member of Equity. Years ago, it was a very difficult thing to be in. Now, it's, you just fill out a few forms and you're in, you know, so... You can probably get it all under one company if you searched around and shopped around, but I've got a separate, I've got public liability and legal expenses covered. So if anyone took me to court, I 
or whatever. Okay. I've got so a bit of that for your covered. views, which is more relevant, who insures you? Simply business for my liability. Um, yeah. And I can't remember what, I've got separate cover for my equipment and I can't remember who that is, but drop me a comment. Maybe you I'll, need to link it in the description. Yeah, yeah. If, if you comment and I'll, I'll send you the link and I'll put the link in the description because I can't remember off the top of my head. But the liability one's called Simply Business and then I've got equipment insurance from someone else. And then there's the drone one that I've used in the past separately to that, which is the Jaw 4 drones. Right, um, okay, cool. But yeah, uh, the, the, you get legal, something legal expenses covered as well, which I guess would cover you if you went to court or anything. Yeah. Which I touch wood, I've never done. That's what, that's what it's there for. So yeah, import, I mean, you know, this could be classed as probably the boring side of the business, but I mean, it's what so important it's to get such, it. Someone said, can you do a video about how to start a business? And I was like, it's such a multifaceted thing, but to keep it, what they, I think what they wanted to know was the just the bare legal legality sort of Yeah, stuff. the start of the business is quite easy because you get your camera and you go out and just start doing stuff. Yeah, but if you want to officially start officially business, do it. you need to exactly, register, yeah. get an account and do the bank account, do the insurances, and then that's pretty much it, no? Yeah, the rest of it is just do it and mark, market your stuff. And earning money and... Getting the clients, marketing your We've done loads stuff. of videos about that already. Yeah, easy peasy. Um, so what else have you got going on? Or any more questions from this Wing Wednesday? No, no, that's it. Was that it? Was there anything else we were talking about? We should have added. I've not written anything else down. Have you not? Is that it? If you want to share anything, please do. No, no. Just do stuff. Visit don't don't let this boring stuff deter you from yeah, yeah, don't let it get in your way. Don't let it put you off from working. Go out because you can. You've got a period of time where you can go out and and operate as a video before you have to register. So get your foot in the door and start shooting and start singing and. Did you get the numbers of what you what you can earn without declaring it? Oh, yeah, so you can, I know, I know that roughly, it's anyway. six grand, isn't it? And entertain the camera for a minute. <laughs> Finally, to that moon! <laughs> Don't you dare put this on. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we are dispensing advice here, but you can just Google this sort of stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> the knowledge put from both of our brains right now <laughs> is... In the year, as, as it stands now, on the 17th of April 2019, you can earn up to twelve and a half thousand without paying any tax. Awesome. And the VAT is that still at is it eighty five? Yeah, about that. About so that. you can turn over up to eighty five thousand or round about that <laughs> before you have to go into VAT. So we have a lot of a lot of people talk about the VAT side of thing within the business um, because hopefully there's going to be a point where you go over that. Well, and yeah, what for those do. that are more established that might still be watching at this point. Um, it's not really a topic for people that are established, but um, that's, that becomes, you, you go from worrying about making enough money to, <laughs> you go from worrying about making enough money to, to live off to I'm making too much money, I don't want to be that registered. So you've got to, that's, that's when you say, right, if I'm charging two grand a wedding, I want to do 40 weddings a year, 80 grand, I'm still under the VAT thingy. I've got <coughs> a few friends who only earn up to the VAT level so they don't have to charge it, um, which is fair enough, because if you, know, you turn over 85,000 pound and you've already got your equipment, and your, your expenses are not massive, so you're earning a really good, a good wage. I can't On the other it. side of it, I think it comes, sometimes it can hold you back if you've got, you know, if you've got plans to go over that and dominate and then tons and tons of money. 
then you're gonna have to go into it and it's what you do at that point. So probably that's another video. If you're gonna go into it, you need to go away into it. But yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. There's time. things you can um, do, yeah. You can earn, I can't find it, but I think it's about 8,000 before you have to register as a business. Before you have to declare your income, you can earn. I, I thought I thought it was six. I thought you could earn, personally, you could, uh, you could turn right, up we'll 6, say that to be on the safe side, because not 100% before sure. Before you have to Look declare in, anything. Yeah, so you, you can actually earn a bit of money on your weekends before you even need to declare it. Yeah, so it's twelve thousand, is it, on your turnover before you actually before Pay you tax. start paying tax? Yeah. So you can earn twelve thousand pounds, and you're not going to get taxed on it. And anything over that is where you, that's when you will get taxed on it. Twenty percent up to forty-five grand, which then becomes forty percent. All that stuff. But don't worry, don't worry about this boring stuff. Just get out there and film, and just get into the business, the wedding business world, because it's brilliant. Four minutes left. It's brilliant. Um, We've got four minutes left. Yeah. Well, before, before what your battery runs yeah, out. Before the half an hour minute. Limit. I've been chatting half an hour about this. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's more interesting than we thought. <laughs> I, I find it fascinating. Um, well, thanks for helping because I didn't want to sit on a camera waffling by myself about tax. <laughs> you brought me in for the boring <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. Uh, well, I thought you'd be helpful and you have been. So thanks for coming back. It's a nice little, it's nice doing this again. Here we are back in the office. It's like old times. Um, I loved it. Oh, I like the one we did in Cyprus as well. That was a good one. Yeah, that was special, wasn't it? Special. If you want to see the return of Howard, leave a comment, because I'm sure he'd love to come back on a regular basis. <laughs> no. But uh, you probably don't, so... Um, Mate, it's been great to uh, see uh, you again, and it's been great to be part <laughs> yeah, of the video again. I've not actually seen Howard since last Wang Wednesday, um, which has been six months. <laughs> that is in a light. He's at my house all the time, because he gets fed. This is the thing. He comes <laughs> here, he gets fed. Uh, he may as well move into the back room. Uh, but we, we love having you. Ooh. No, That's an idea. No. <laughs> see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe and comment and stuff. Great to see you guys. Bye. All the best. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd love to hear from you and don't forget to subscribe if you want to hear more. I'll see you in the next one.